Welcome to the latest episode of Policy Beyond Politics. In this show, we are going to discuss the feasibility and the legality uh, to conduct parliament sessions online and also the various options that uh, chairman of the House Rajya Sabha and the speaker of the House Lok Sabha have got to kickstart the monsoon sessions. To discuss this, I am joined by Mr. Chakshu Roy from PRS Legislature, Delhi. Uh, welcome, Chakshu, for, uh, to this show. Uh, Chakshu, I, I read your article appeared on Indian Express and also few discussions that you had on various uh, uh, media platforms regarding the feasibility of conducting parliament sessions online. And uh, in fact, uh, we are waiting for the monsoon session to get started. Uh, is it is it legally uh, possible? Is it feasible to have parliament session to be conducted on an online platform? Uh, uh, thank you for having me on your show. I've uh, you know I've long appreciated the work that you know CPPR has done uh, over the years, and uh, I'm glad that uh, you know you've taken this issue for discussion today in your program. Uh, uh, let me uh, step back a little bit to first uh, answer as to why is it necessary to have not only parliament but also state legislatures, uh, their sessions regularly. Now, uh, the idea of the legislature is that the legislature is supposed to hold uh, the government accountable to all the work that the government is doing. Now, the only way legislature can do that is when there are when there is a meeting of the legislature, either a meeting of the full house or a meeting of the committees of the legislature. Now, our parliament, our constitution says that uh, there is no fixed number of days in which the legislature has to meet. Uh, the only thing it specifies is that legislature's uh, session. Uh, six months gap should not arise between two sessions of the legislature. Now, Parliament's budget session finished on the 23rd of March. So, uh, the next uh, occurrence for the session of Parliament would be somewhere in September. Now, usually the session of Parliament uh, is uh, held, you know, between third week of July and August. So, that's roughly the time that. Now, uh, so that's that's for Parliament. State legislatures uh, meet for even fewer days in a year. Uh, Parliament meet for anywhere between you know seventy to eighty days in a year. State legislatures, on average, you know, would meet anywhere between thirty-five to fifty days a year. Some legislatures, like the legislature of Kerala, is better. Other legislatures, uh, uh, you know, uh, are not so good. They would meet anywhere between twenty to you know thirty days a year. Now, in this uh, unprecedented times, uh, it is important for legislatures to meet because there is a lot of government activity on the ground. Uh, so, uh, both the central and the state government are making ordinances because legislatures are not in session. Uh, and there is a need to discuss these ordinances in detail. Uh, because whenever you make an ordinance, it's an uh, emergent or an emergency kind of a situation, right? uh, uh, a situation that you did not anticipate and legislature is not in session, that's why you're making it. But uh, legislations which are made in such a way need to then be uh, scrutinized even more deeply by the entire sitting of the house. 
and also a lot of action is being taken on the ground uh, a lot of uh, notifications and orders are being issued in a range of areas and the legislature should also be taking a look at those and seeing as to whether those dedicated legislations are working well on the ground now comes the question of uh, is it possible uh, legally to hold a session of the legislature uh, and you know what are the possible mechanisms in which it can be done so uh, my reading of the rules of uh, the legislature seem to suggest that uh, the meeting of a legislature can be held anywhere as long as the meeting is chaired by uh, you know the presiding officer in the case so, of rajya sabha now you are not you are not discussing the online conduct of the procedures but uh, you are uh, exploring the options having these sittings not in delhi but elsewhere in the country yeah it can be within delhi also and you know then i'll come to the online part sure, sure. now as long as the uh, as long as the sitting of a legislature is presided you know by the presiding officer it is a valid sitting and an example of that uh, where you know legislatures meet outside of state capitals uh, is uh, across the country so in karnataka the legislature the vidhan sabha meets in bangalore and also in belgaum in maharashtra it meets in bombay and in nagpur in himachal pradesh it meets in dharamshala and shimla uh, so there are a lot of examples around that uh, so uh, for parliament one possibility you know that was reported in the media was that uh, vigyan bhavan could be explored as a venue because it's a large venue and mps can you know sit at a distance Uh, so that is being explored uh, so but there is a challenge the challenge is not only the physical distance the challenge is also uh, for state legislatures it is much easier because mla can come from within the state right and they can you know drive in their cars or they can take a train in delhi mps have to come from all across the country and there is a little bit of a challenge with quarantine rules and what uh, so that's one challenge the other challenge is obviously you know how do you physically separate people so that uh, everybody stays safe now one option that is being explored in other countries is that rather than having fully online or fully physical uh, legislatures are meeting in some kind of a hybrid format now a hybrid format could be that some mps are physically present and some mps uh, are there on a video conference Uh, so possibly that's you know one uh, option that can be explored. I think that was done in UK. House of Commons met like that. Correct. So that is being done in UK. There are some examples. There are some uh, examples in France. There are some examples in Latin America, where there is a mix of either fully online or fully physical with distance maintained, uh, or a hybrid approach. So I think there is some element of uh, the three models that can be explored by our legislatures. And I'll give another example. So, for example, uh, I think a day or two ago, the governor of Andhra Pradesh addressed the joint sitting of the uh, Andhra Pradesh Assembly and Andhra Pradesh Council, and uh, he addressed them, uh, or, or at least the business of the house suggested that the governor was going to address. Uh, the MLAs through a video conference. Now the governor is also part of the legislature, mm -hmm. right? Uh, and and in my opinion, these unprecedented 
times call for a slightly more broader thinking about what is it done what is it that can be done to get a legislature's functioning so here uh, uh, you know i am i am trying to recall uh, one incident that uh, occurred in kerala assembly uh, one of the members one of the mlas he uh, the the bill that he wanted to present on the floor of the house uh, i don't know whether it was inadvertently he uh, he posted that on his facebook page and the speaker of the assembly he said you know there is a privilege there is a particular privilege that the the assembly enjoys uh, so in these scenarios the privileges the secrecy the confidentiality you know there is always a question of whether there could be a breach i know this uh, parliament procedures are you know telecast live on television at the same time but you know the 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 confidentiality part or more importantly i would say the privilege part and how are we going to ensure those things or are is it the time to modify some of these privileges that we inherited from our you know uh, the other the, the the system that uh, you know we practiced or we tried to impart uh there are i think you you are raising a valuable point and uh, you know the incident in the kerala legislature that you mentioned i recall that incident and i think the issue there was uh, that the then speaker uh, suggested that giving advance publicity to a private member legislation was uh, to a certain extent in breach of the rules and uh, you know regulations of the vidhan sabha but uh, these are genuine concerns uh, you know uh, how do you ensure that uh, when uh, uh, mps are not physically present or uh, uh, and there are elements of uh, confidentiality to be maintained uh, how does the house function in that manner now uh, regarding the full sitting of the house which is where all mlas uh, or all mps come and assemble and meet it is not so much of a problem because uh, the the full sitting of the house is telecast live and it has been telecast live uh, either on radio or television uh, for a long time but uh, it does present a challenge as to how to manage the house right i mean how do you ensure that uh, somebody who is in video does the same kind of opportunity to speak uh, as somebody who is physically present and uh, the the challenge also is it takes away a little bit from the uh, from the proceedings itself when uh, mps are sitting together in the house or mlas are sitting together in the house uh, there is that camaraderie there is a back and forth uh, there is that repartee uh, and uh, uh, and some of that could be lost uh, when when they can't see each other or you know they can't they can only see each other uh, on a video conference Uh, so i think those are genuine concerns and we should figure out mechanisms of addressing those concerns uh, they should not these concerns should not come in the way of completely dismissing an idea and saying well, you know what this is something that we can't do the the point of secrecy uh, in parliamentary proceedings becomes even more important uh, when it comes to committee meetings because the committee meetings were designed to be secret so that they could work as technical bodies uh, and uh, both lok sabha and rajya sabha secretariat have been uh, racking their brains about how is it that they can continue to hold these meetings 
protect the secrecy of these meetings so that members can uh, participate in these meetings as experts and not as party representatives uh, and those discussions are currently underway but probably what it would require is you know some kind of a change to parliamentary rules uh, and uh, uh, uh and 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 this is a change that will not only work well in the current circumstances uh of the pandemic but they might come in handy even for the future uh so for example uh, you know you and i are separated by thousands of kilometers mm-hmm. and we can have this conversation and I imagine you had to come to parliament to testify before a committee mm-hmm. Uh, if the rules were changed and you could you were allowed to testify by video conference it would make it that much more easier we would be able to get experts from around the world to come and share their knowledge with our parliamentary committees uh, so whenever the house meets next I and mean, one of the things that it should be on its agenda is to how to tweak these rules to make these things happen so who should do that um, is it uh, the chairman and his office in Ra- for rajya sabha and speaker and his staff or I mean his secretary are they uh, uh, are they the final authority to decide on this thing or they will also consult government of the day to decide you know how to proceed from here well actually uh, the process for changing rules uh, uh, is a way is a consultative process which involves all mps and all political parties Uh, our constitution says that parliament will fix its own rules for its functioning and similarly for state legislatures they decide their own rules as to how they will function and that's why you notice that even within lok sabha and rajya sabha the rules are different the rules are different between one state assembly versus the other states uh, so this is a this is a process that's going to be uh, within you know the four walls of parliament so mps so both lok sabha and rajya sabha have a rules committee and this committee has representation from all parties uh, the committees are headed by the chairman and the presiding officer the the speaker and these committees then propose to the house as to what rules should be changed if the house accepts then the you know rules uh, are, are are changed uh, and uh, these rules uh, uh, the, the last time these rules changed significantly was back in the early 90s when we uh, started our uh, standing committee system and uh, i was reading a news report uh, that uh, the lok sabha speaker has actually asked for overhauling of these rules so probably that's a step in the right direction and the final you know we also have this rajya sabha channel lok sabha channel and etc etc for uh, exclusive telecast of parliamentary procedures so do you think if you know if you are moving to that online platform uh, in times of you know uh, the situations like this emergency situations like this do you think that government also has to or the the system has to think about you know a dedicated platform which probably will ensure secrecy confidentiality and privileges also uh, i think not only will we need you know dedicated platforms of parliament but we will need such dedicated platforms which are secure which can ensure privacy both for the executive and for the judiciary and not only for uh, higher judiciary which is you know supreme court and the high courts even district courts will require some kind of a secure system where people can come and you know petition and you know get their grievances heard in terms of parliament uh, uh, it might be a little bit easier because 
uh, our parliament is fairly technologically sophisticated in fact uh, a lot of the parliament's work happens paperless mps don't have to come to the house to file questions they don't have to come to the house to file their motions a, a lot of the work they can just log into a parliament portal and you know put in the questions there uh, uh so so uh, and mps are also adept at using technology uh, you know parliament in, introduced uh, technology quite some time ago if they when mps are sitting in the house they have wifi connections they can access content uh, even in state legislatures you know the last time i visited uh, uh, the state your state legislature in trivandrum Uh, you would have noticed that there are full computer screens, uh, you know, within the Vidhan Sabha, where people can access documents uh, and the day's agenda. So I think some bit of the, uh, you know, uh, technology infrastructure is there, and there is some bit of uh, thinking that would be required as to how to leverage existing technology or bring in new systems to uh, allow for a much more secure way of functioning. after all we won't want uh, the proceeding of the legislature to get interrupted by uh, you know somebody coming in and disturbing who's not a you know member of the house uh, so those are those are definitely concerns uh, so step 1 would be uh, and and maybe these steps should run in parallel so uh, thinking about what rule changes are required and thinking about what will be the right technology these are two steps that can run in parallel so that when the rule change happens the technology can be rolled out seamlessly mps and mlas can be trained on it and everybody can then start using it as and when the situation is uh, arises okay so uh, actually my my concluding uh, remarks or you know uh, probably could comment also uh, from a representative democracy to a participative democracy these kinds of online platforms engagement the sittings of parliament without any disruption where the aid of technology are very important right uh, you know uh, that would probably help us to strengthen our institution mechanisms because there's a lot of discussions about from the covid time to till you know yesterday we were having this india china fiasco and uh, people are alleging that there is a there's no parliamentary oversight i mean they they are not taken into confidence or parliament is not in session so government is not accountable to what decisions they are taking so especially this time it actually uh, exposes some of the defects and deficiencies the gaps in the system right so i i am i'm sure this aid would the technology would be able help us to uh, survive and sustain the process and also to strengthen the democratic institutions so yeah no i i i completely agree with you uh, figuring out how can you bring institutions closer to people figuring out how in times of crisis can institutions continue to function is absolutely important and it is in times of crisis do the strength of these institutions get tested and we as you rightly pointed out we identify where the gaps are so that we can identify them and then fill them so thank you so much akshu uh, for your valuable insights i'm sure uh, we will take this discussion forward and i'm sure this uh, this voice will be heard by the decision makers and they will take the appropriate actions and decisions in the coming days thank you so much thank you so much for your participation so what the discussion uh, enlightens us is uh, how to ensure the accountability how to make our parliamentary procedures little more transparent how to ensure that the parliament is in session without any disturbance and disruptions like this 
and how we can use technology as an aid uh, to improve our demo functions of the democratic institutions in the country. I think this, uh, uh, this whole uh, uh, crisis uh, gives us a number of opportunities to explore and I'm sure uh, this could be a very, very valuable insight and information to all those who are watching this show. Thank you so much for your time and if you, uh, if you like this video, please share it among your friends, among your uh, networks and uh, please share your feedback and uh, follow our hashtag uh, policy beyond politics and uh, I'm, uh, I would be back with another episode in the next week. Thank you so much.